With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. This is another STEM information podcast. What we call our SIP episodes. Brought to you by Technology Expresso. And SIPs, our goal are to keep them at 10 minutes or less. But if you've been following this for a while, sometimes I get excited about a topic and it lasts maybe double. And so we call that a double espresso. But nonetheless, today's topic, my goal is to keep it to about 10 minutes. But the topic that I want to talk about is just reviving in yourself as adults your childlike curiosity. Sometimes that gets buried in the day-to-day and just trying to get through your grind and trying to get bills paid and Maybe by the time you get to work, you're frustrated and already have had a long day or morning. So the last thing you're thinking about is, I wonder how this works or why this does this way or why something has to be that way. At some point, you're just exhausted and you just accept things as they are. But there's a danger to that. By not questioning, by not asking we are letting other people in some ways make decisions for us. And again, you may have heard me talk about this in other episodes. By trusting, whether it's politicians or your doctor, um, just blindly, without really knowing the what and the why, it's even dangerous to trust the person who prepares your food or repairs your car. They can lead you down the wrong path, um, especially lead you in a way, maybe not maliciously, but lead you in a down a path that's not good for you personally. So knowing how and what questions you should be asking. Now, for some of you, you might know, I'm a business analyst by day, and I work in the IT software development And one of the things as business analysts, we are taught to ask questions, to fully understand what the problem is, to get to the root cause, and then to find the solution. So I started out by saying, I want to kind of reawaken in you that childlike quality of asking questions, but it's also the behavior of a good analyst, something we call critical thinking. So you'll see how this is all related across our different podcasts. We have some podcasts. One is called Ask the Analyst. And you might think, well, I'm not a business analyst. I don't work in that field. It's irrelevant to me. But you'll be surprised. Go back and visit some of our episodes where we talk about different styles of thinking, system thinking, analytical thinking, critical thinking, breakthrough thinking, because we literally get in a rut. We get our own preferred style of thinking and we don't use some of the other techniques and approaches to thinking, 
breaking down problems and looking at all the possible solutions. So, and, and you've probably heard the, the quote, you can't expect different results if you keep doing things and using the same techniques you've always used. So that's what I'm just trying to make you aware of, that there are different ways of thinking, there's different ways of just approaching and your whole outlook on problems and solutions. So now, circling back, when I talk about having childlike curiosity, and I think it's particularly important for parents, um, because I want you to have some conversations, car conversations, we'll call them. And in the car, whether it's you know, picking them up, taking them uh, to school, or taking them to their act, extracurricular activities, hopefully some of those are STEM activities, or whether it's just driving around on Saturdays. It's too easy to hand them a tablet and an iPod or a phone and their Game Boy um, and let them sit in the back seat quietly and, and play with their games in their own world. But what you're losing out on is a good opportunity to have some conversations. And so what kind of conversation uh, should you be having, especially um as it relates to what we're talking about, STEM. You want to have stimulating conversations. So one of the ways just to start the conversation is by teaching them to observe their surroundings, Get you know, sit down the electronics and the, the technical stuff, the games, and look out the window and ask questions. Well, how does that work? Why does that work that way? Who invented that? Now, the good thing is, is that having smartphones and having all these gadgets, they're good for other things than just games. They're also good for answering questions. It's like having a mobile encyclopedia or public library at your disposal. I joked on a, a previous episode where I was talking about the different generations when I was in high school, we went to the library if we needed to research something. And, and we were fortunate to have uh, my parents bought encyclopedias. But, you know, over time, those quickly become obsolete. So kids don't have to. You don't have to pull the car over and go to the library to get answers. You can pull out your phone and Google and find answers. And so this is good ways to have some fun and interesting and intriguing and conversations that encourage critical thinking. So let me give you uh, just a few examples of types of questions to ask. And I'm going to give you a half a dozen or so on this episode. And then in my follow-up episode, I'll give you some other things to, to ask and challenge to see if they know, and if they don't know, to, to look it up and to give you the answer to some of these questions. You know, when you're driving down the street, it, it may, from time to time, you see a plane, you know, going across the sky, or you see that, that little white streak uh, as a, a plane disappears into this, the sky and the clouds. Well, one of the questions is, is what keeps the plane up in the air. Well, we know they have big engines, but is that enough? Because those engines are heavy. You've got all those people in the luggage. Um, how do they keep those planes up in the air? How do they know when they have too many people and the plane's too heavy? Um, 
how do they gauge the gas, the amount of gas that they need to get to a certain location? Uh, more gas, the more people. So who does that? Who's responsible for calculating that? So those are all questions to, to ask. And even that white streak, what is that white streak? And is it dangerous? Does it affect our ozone layer? Does it affect our air quality? If you live somewhere like we do here in Atlanta, thousands and thousands of planes land and take off every day from our airport. So what does that do to the air quality, to the homes in that area? Oh, and speaking of air quality, here's something for curiosity. As you're driving and all these cars are giving off fumes, you sometimes from time to time, especially in the summer, see someone with a convertible. Now they're breathing in those fumes. Is that dangerous? Is there any correlation with people who drive with top downs or windows down? Does that the air and the emissions that they're breathing in, uh, are there side effects or studies of there any type of health consequences to that? The same would go with someone riding a motorcycle. They're taking all of that in. What kind of impact does that have on the human body? Another question. Ships. That's a popular uh, vacation option. People selling and taking ships. How do those big ships with all those people, again, they're tons. I mean, they're like rolling uh, football fields. Some ships are 10 football fields long. And then imagine all of the people on it, all of the cargo. How do they stay afloat? That's just a few transportation questions. Let's look at those smartphones. Well, now, today's smartphones, it's all about just um, touching and um, even moving your fingers across the screen. And that's just a natural reaction. I've seen little kids as young as two years old who know how to um, flip through the screen and and scroll up and scroll down. Well, how does the screen sense your finger? Some of you may have experienced you have on gloves. The screen doesn't react the same to gloves as your fingers. So what is it about your fingers makes that screen react? What is that technology? Who invented it? Another topic worth talking about as well as our latest phones that we have does optical recognition. So we had to stare into a, a box and over time it recorded um, our retinas and we did that three times and then thereafter anytime we want to unlock our phone it was just a matter of looking at it. Where, how does that technology work? That's Another good question for young people. Smart clothing. That's a topic. Anymore. They are coming out with clothing, whether it can detect anything from if you're an athlete and you're working out, it can tell if you're getting hot or cold. And that same garment can adjust to your body temperature. 
Also, it checks your heart rate and monitors that. It can record it. It can send off alerts. There's even clothing that can check things like your glucose levels or your sugar levels as we know them. They can, they also have something that they refer to as a smart bra that is even detecting cancer. So what is smart clothing? What all does it entail? How can smart clothing help athletes? So I promised you about a dozen, a half dozen of ideas of things to talk about. So we've talked about transportation, air quality, clothing, even the, the smartphones. Let me give you one last one. Even though we're talking about smartphones, why don't we take it, step it back a little bit. Let's talk about the old traditional phones. This would be a great challenge is if you have an old, again, I'm talking about one of the, the phones, home phones, landlines we used to call them. If you have one of those old ones laying around the house, not using it, most people don't even have home service. They only have their mobile phones. But maybe somewhere out in the garage or the basement or over your grandparents' house, the kids will be able to find the remnants of an old landline. What about opening that up and looking at what that consisted of and understanding those base components of the old landline telephones? That in and of itself, I'm sure, would be very interesting and revealing and even give them a hint to the new smartphones and what they contain inside. So I think, as I've often said, STEM is around us everywhere, every day, all day. One of the things is we as adults have to get more curious and start questioning and understanding our environment. It'll help us with decisions for not only ourselves, even for our parents as they get older, and even for the young people. If you're curious, then they're going to be curious. If you have an exploratory spirit, then they'll be exploratory. Teach them now, teach them early, not just to accept everything as is. There are things that we thought in our youth were impossible that today are very possible. Things we saw in science fiction that we only thought would happen in the movies. And now it's our reality. So just imagine their reality in 10 to 20 years. And what we want them to be is the inventors and the innovators and the startups that generate and produce these futuristic solutions to the problems as we know them today. So, marinate on that, have a good car conversation, and hurry back, because we're going to do another sip in 24 hours. Thank you for listening to Technology Expresso. Thank you for your support. Lucky. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.